0: Welcome to Just a Jackass with a Note in His Mouth, a podcast that's more about the message than the messenger. I'm your host and the aforementioned jackass, Brad Alexander. Today's episode, the doctor will see you once you're all better. Can you imagine calling a hospital, a clinic, or even a friend with some medical knowledge, describing your symptoms and pain, and being told, yeah, we got to pretty good idea exactly what you're dealing with here, and uh, the doctor will see you once you're all better. Huh? That would be about the stupidest thing someone in that position could say. I mean, what's the point? If I'm all better, I don't need a doctor, do I? The interesting thing is that many churches and church goers have this attitude. We want people to fix what we see is glaringly wrong with them, in our eyes anyway. And, you know, there are people who are looking for healing and to be made whole. And we just beat them about the head and neck with the Bible pointing out what they need to fix. It's like a doctor saying, when you quit puking, I'll give you the antidote. Duh. When I ask people, what drew them to have a relationship with God through Messiah Jesus, the answers are consistent. It's grace, mercy, hope, love, forgiveness. As hard as it may be to comprehend, I've never had anyone answer me, well, my neighbor kept pointing out everything I needed to fix in my life and all the stuff that I do wrong, so I slowly started addressing my issues one at a time and... Now I'm good, so I began attending church. That's not how it works. (laughs) Look, Brennan Manning said, The single greatest cause of atheism in the world today is Christians who acknowledge Jesus with their lips and walk out the door and deny Him by their lifestyle. That is what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable. And I assert that this issue is further exacerbated by us trying to tell the world to change the way they live, to be better people, holding them accountable to God's law, when we don't live it ourselves. Well, Brad, (laughs) I'm saved by grace, so I don't have to obey the rules or the law. (laughs) I got my get out of hell free card, so I can live pretty much however I want. And I'll be just fine because of grace, my friend. I can live like a gutter-crawling sewer rat if I want. <laughs> it doesn't matter a bit. But those people? oh, Yeah, what they're doing is disgusting. And they need to change. But me, I'm going to live however I choose. And I can just smile right through it. You know, like Cool Hand Luke did in the back seat of that police cruiser. Yeah, okay... You might want to rethink your strategy here because, for one thing, Luke was dead in the back of that cop car. So, keep that in mind. At any rate, movie analogies aside, it makes no sense to try to fix ourselves or others before we've seen the doctor. When Jesus was asked why he spent time with quote-unquote sinners, unrighteous folks, liars, thieves, prostitutes, and the like he responded that doctors don't administer to healthy people but sick so he lived and spoke love mercy forgiveness and grace into their lives and yes for those of you chomping at the bit to say it he did tell people now go and sin no more but not before ministering to the source of their greatest need being reconciled to God through the love of God. My buddy, whom I'll refer to here as Billiam, so you don't try and guess his name, he's had a contentious relationship with his neighbor. And Billiam does go to church. And he is a believer. So he and his neighbor have had... Some arguments over the years, property lines, fences that kind of stuff and and unfortunately, it has led to as I said, a contentious relationship and you know i I would hope that William could take the high road in some things and well, he chooses to fight fight the fight the way he chooses to fight it so one day, his neighbor is upset, she is outside and and she 's yelling she 's really upset, so he runs out his door to see what's going on and he can see her and she's she's crying and she's yelling in her yard her cat ran away now listen people love their pets right and this lady clearly loved her cat so she's crying because her cat ran away she opened the door to let him outside for a little while and now he's just gone her cat took off Billiam had a couple of options here unfortunately In my estimation, and I think anyone who who listens to it, Billiam chose the wrong option. Seeing his upset neighbor crying that her cat has been lost, Billiam decided it was time to lecture her that it's actually city ordinance that even cats be on leashes. And if she had just had her cat on a leash, he never would have ran off to begin with. So this is pretty much her own fault deal with it. She then looked to him and said, Billiam, what must I do to be saved? (laughs) Okay. Couldn't say that with a straight face. No, she did not. She actually unleashed on him with a torrent of profanities that would make, you know, a merchant marine blush. But anyhow... So the contention continues, and after she yells at him and swears at him, of course, he lets her know that she should go to church. Do you think she accepted his invitation? No, clearly not. Now, had Billiam stepped back and with compassion tried to help this lady find her missing cat, whether he valued its life as much as she did or not, but if he had stepped in and tried helping her find the cat and looked around and did his best to do that, then is there a possibility she might accept an invitation to church or she might sit down with him and listen to what he says about the gospel? Yeah, a whole lot more likely than the way that Billiam handled it. And it's unfortunate, but that's the way a lot of us handle these types of situations. We want to lecture people with the law. Let's not do that Let's try and meet people's needs. Meet them where they are, which is the way Messiah did it. And then we can talk to them about rights and wrongs in life and according to God's word. Now, I've said a lot of that and, and focusing on my brothers and sisters in Christ, my church-going friends. And there is another side to this coin because I know people who say, They will never go to a certain church or any church at all in some cases because they're just filled with hypocrites. That church over there, yeah. This one guy I know goes there, he cheats on his wife. This other guy I know, yeah, he defrauded a bunch of his clients out of a ton of money. Oh, and there's another lady that goes there, yeah, she's a drug addict, and on and on and on. And my response to those types of complaints is, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's why we go. It would be like driving by a hospital when you're either really sick or you've got a compound fracture and blood spewing out of your leg and you're saying, no, 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 don't take me to this hospital. No, it's full of sick people. Duh. Look, we've all got something wrong with us. To greater or to lesser degree. But there's something wrong with all of us. The scriptures say, all have sinned and fall short of God's glory. And there are none righteous. No, not one. (laughs) Listen, the doctor will see you. In whatever your condition, wherever you are. Yeah, he even makes house calls, street calls. You name it, he'll meet you there where you are. And those of us to whom the great physician has commissioned to minister the antidote, the remedy, the gospel, yeah, let us by his spirit live the life to which he has called us, living his word. And then take his love, mercy, grace, and forgiveness to those who so desperately need it. They'll be more open to receiving it. So here am I. The abused and misused, the hated and violated, the oppressed and poorly dressed, the addict whose life is havoc, the welfare mother with seven kids from different fathers, the passed around whore, the one you wish you could ignore, the homeless sleeping on a bench, you cross the street to avoid my stench, the victim of circumstance, can't find a second chance, the gay man, the lesbian, the unemployed, keeping you annoyed, the kid on the street with no direction, stay away or catch my infection. The alien with no green card, the beaten, bruised, broken and scarred, the tired, hungry, destitute, the shattered, shameless prostitute, the bitter and scorned, the cold and forlorn, just another forgotten minority, left here as no one's priority, a societal outcast with countenance downcast, a puzzle with missing pieces. What can you do with me, Jesus? Come unto me, all who are weary and heavy-laden, and I will give you rest. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. So this is me. The abuser and misuser, the hater and violator, the oppressor and depressor, the drug dealer and dream stealer, always demanding, never understanding, the pimp who enslaves and keeps filling those graves, the mocker of the unfortunate, Seeing your weakness, I torture it. The simple I exploit, my poison they can't avoid. The homophobe clothed in ignorance, self-righteous in my arrogance. The greasy politician blaming others for your condition. Capitalizing on the lost and confused, I spread the disease as I dominate and use. Keep the undesirables from beyond my gate. I leave wounds and incapacitate. So pious am I and so proud. Keep the cameras on me as I wave to the crowd. I've created and increased your dependency. I'm the murderer you think, your enemy. I'm the bigot, the racist, keeping people in their places, holding you down in your lives so tragic, mesmerizing as I work my black magic, stepping on others, elevating myself, oblivious to that dusty old book on the shelf. The higher I get, the worse my vision. Where did this start? When was the decision? My accomplishments of darkness complete my thesis. So what can you do with me, Jesus? Come unto me. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus died once for all mankind. Nobody is excluded from his invitation to come unto me for his comfort and salvation. God displayed his love for us in that while we were still sinners, living completely contrary to him, Christ died for us, the godly for the ungodly. I thank you. For taking your time to listen to this jackass with a note in his mouth. I appreciate it. I appreciate all the love you're showing me. And uh, just pray that you would continue to give God the glory. Be blessed in all you do. And go out and give this world heaven.